previously on Deck of Many Aces. A correspondent in Tilwell received a distress signal coming from Crawlish and we believe that there may be a hostage situation there. Well, you see where Crawlish should be. It's like a, a ruined city, so it's swampy marshland, it's abandoned. So when you see a gleaming white city of towering castles... Mm. I- you get the sense that something is very, very wrong. You see a billboard that says, Welcome to Fantasia Estates. And there's like a picture of a sort of sleazy looking elvish guy. Are you here for the hand of Ophelia Camarias? No. No. We'd like all of her, potentially. Okay, who wants to get married to a weird elf girl? I do not believe that you are worthy for Ophelia Camarias. You do not even deserve the chance to prove yourself. Therefore, I have no choice. Prepare to meet your doom. An actual play podcast made with actual asexuals. We are a group of people who identify somewhere on the aromantic or asexual spectrum playing D&D 5th edition with a twist. Every character's past, present and future is based on a card drawn from the deck of many things. I am Ellie and I use she, her pronouns and I will be your DM today, your demisexual mollusk. Ooh. No, no explanation for that one. Just, uh, just, just came to me. Also, before we start, I would like to have a small moment of vindication because my flatmate, who is always, you know, looking out for me, listened back to some of the episodes and pointed out a couple of inconsistencies in other people's arguments when they were roasting me. Point oh? the first in episode <laughs> eight when everyone made fun of me for not knowing how libraries work. I will point out to Chloe that the uh, the library in Exeter, you can walk into it and walk out of it without a student card. You can't take books out unless you're a student. Uh. They've got that was my issue with the Cambridge Library. They've got the whole gates where you have to scan your card and stuff. You don't have to scan your card to get into the library. I mean, yes, I don't you know, just I like in walk up. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, you can do that with my uni library. You can just walk in. Like yeah, you, they won't question you because it's a library. Yeah, you don't need a card to get in unless it's after hours. If it's at like ten o'clock at night, my college library, you have to you have to have a card to get in and out, and so they have a number listed by the door next to an emergency phone, so that if you get locked in in the twenty four hour library at college, you can get out again by ringing somebody. Mm. That's an awful system. It is pretty bad. Yeah. Yeah. The second point, I had a little Google. Coronated is a word. That'll be <laughs> yeah. all. Okay, but like crowned is better. 
And, and you're still <laughs> wrong about chariots, opinion. Ellie. You still don't remember chariots. You will never okay. be able to live that down. <laughs> I will never be able to live that down. Um, now that I've had my angry tirade and done the or- the oral version of um, of that gif uh, from Brooklyn Nine Nine of Captain Hulk going vindication, uh, can everyone introduce themselves? Hi, my name is Am. I use she/her pronouns, and I play Tosia Atherdale, the party's locked-in battle master fighter. Big hits. Big hits, boys. We're manifesting big hits. Woo! And what's Tozzy's initiative? Uh, Tozzy's initiative is... Checks. Uh, oh, it's an 18 because I bumped my decks leveling up instead of, like, doing what I wanted to do, <sighs> what was fun. I did what was smart and responsible and guess what? It paid off. Yeah. Smart boy. Hi, I'm Chloe and I play Raina Riftwood, a tabaxi bard, and we both use she, her pronouns. And what's her initiative? Oh, yeah. My initiative is 12, because I always roll badly. Oh, God. That's fine. Always. You want the healer to go last. It's fine. That is true. Hmm. That is true. I'm Ariel, and I'm playing uh, Delphi, uh, who is a Growfolk warlock, and they use she, her pronouns. Again. <laughs> Delphi uses she, her pronouns, and I use uh, she, they pronouns. One day. One, yeah, day, one day you'll say that in a not confusing way. Did, did everyone do their pronouns? Is that what was missing from the introductions? I think everyone has done. everyone pronounced. I, I have pronounced. Check in pronouns, Good. everyone. Good. And <laughs> Delphi's initiative is sixteen, which you know is all right. Yeah. It's not the worst out of the party. I realise I should have been paying attention when you all said your numbers. <laughs> They're Oops. in the game chat. Hi, I'm Katie. Uh, I am playing Morgan. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> race and class Initiative. are you? Race and class. Who is All of the things. Oh yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Katie. <laughs> <laughs> no, start again. We'll fix it in post. We'll fix it in post. Hi, I'm Katie. That's all you need to know. The internet cryptid, <laughs> or am I? Katie is an internet cryptid now. Like that is official. That's the, the thing. Is at least one photo of me on the internet. Katie's joining us for this game. We didn't invite her. She just arrived. <laughs> Hi, I'm Katie. Uh, I am playing Morgan, the Tiefling Wizard. My pronouns are she, her, or they, them, and Morgan's are she, her, and she has rolled a... Well, she rolled like a nine, but adding eight, she got a 17 for initiative. Yeah, there we go. That's what happens when you have plus four decks and weird special class features. Time stuff. Timey-wimey stuff. Timey-wimey. I need to roll initiative for my people. People plural? Sorry, multiple? Hang on, wait, wait. Tamara! Tamara! Oh, yeah, okay, oh, good. Okay. Oh, yeah, Tamara. You have a friend! You have a friend! Sorry, after all those surprise displacer beasts, I was concerned there was a secret surprise enemy, Ellie. <laughs> I, I've just traumatised this party. I love that. I mean, I don't, but I love it. It's great. It's all good. While I do my little stealthy rolls in the background, do people want to catch us up on what happened last time? Ellie forgot that horses could pull things. <laughs> there was a big castle that wasn't supposed to be there, and it was creepy like in Shrek. Uh, and and now we accidentally annoyed a robot that's going to attack us and the place is owned by somebody and then somebody, Ophelia something? Camarius? Camarius. Camarius. Yes. The uh, the guy who... Ophelia Camarius, the princess. Yes. 
not necessarily a princess, but an eligible bachelorette. Eligible bachelorette. And then I need to roll again. Did we get any other names or is it just like Father Camarillas? I think the father was just Mr. Camarillas. Vega. Vega oh, Camarillas. There we are. Vega. I like had a field day coming up with names clearly because I think I came up with Marius Delaware and Vega Camarius in the same like brainstorming session and clearly I was just on something because I have never named any character that wildly before or since. <laughs> no, you haven't. Gr- great name. I still Thank think you. your your other PC named Chanterelle is good. Like Thank you. One hand, name him after a mushroom, but on the <laughs> other hand, Chanterelle's a great name. And Mate, chanterelles are super deadly mushrooms, so... Ah, oh, I didn't know that. I only learned that chanterelle was a mushroom very recently, and so I was just like, oh yeah, chanterelle, that's, got, that's a fun name, and now I'm like, wait, a mushroom? Teehee. It's almost like Ellie didn't know what to do and didn't have any good ideas, and like, I, I, I have a love-hate relationship with it because people read it and read it as Chantelle, and I'm like, no, <laughs> she's not a Chantelle. She's just not, in no circumstances. Anyway... Let's leave Chanterelle in her own realm where she belongs <laughs> and get into initiative. Woo, woo, woo. Um, okay, so... We're gonna fight. Fight time. So you're all standing relatively close to this this bot boy who has just told you all to, to prepare to meet your doom. First in the order is Am. Tarsia, oh. what you doing? Um, I'm trying to figure out how to play D&D. If anyone can tell me, because I found, <laughs> I for some reason here, I've got it written down that I have five superiority die because it's superiority die per level. But on D&D 5e wiki dot, it says that I should have four until I get level seven. Uh, five is probably right. Okay, five cool. is probably right. Cool, okay, cool. I'll cross one off then. Nice. Because well, I was working with three when I was at level three, so this is, I still get a bonus one, which is nice. Cool. In that case. I hope you don't spend all of your superiority dice in this battle. I'm not, I'm going to spend one, and I'm not going to spend it yet. I'm going to hit him. Yes, with my maul. Um, Hitting so is always a good start. Yeah, I'm going to use my maul, which is two-handed, so my armor class is 16, because I don't have my um, shield equipped for cool, all the nerds who you. are paying attention to our stats. Yeah! And also for the DM, who barely knows what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a swing, and because I'm level five, I now have I now attack twice in one action. Uh, mm. So my first attack is a thirteen. I'm presuming that doesn't hit. That does not hit. Oh, my second is a sixteen. A sixteen does hit. Yay! Cool. Roll roll your damage. I will. My d sixes are on the other side of the room because because I, I <laughs> use them for Mora, so I've separated all of them. It's fine. I'm back. I've got him. I was gonna say, come prepared. Sorry. Uh, I get to reroll a one. That's a one. I get to do. Do I get to reroll it every time or just once? Just I, once. Thank you. Okay. Cool. Once, In that yeah. case, that's four plus two, so that's six damage, which is abysmal but you know we move there we are okay so you try and smash down on this robot with your maul and it rolls out of the way but then you thwack it with uh with your second attack but it seems like the maul just kind of glances off the metal of of this clockwork automaton and it Mm. seems kind of unaffected what at all at all oh my god it is Katie's going. That was a little bit worrying to me. So Morgan is going to cast Chromatic Orb 
it's going to be a four inch sphere of lightning damage uh, if I can make a rain spell attack against the target. Yes. What's the like area of, of effect for that? Uh, I can hit anything within 90 feet if I get the attack hitting. Cool. I mean, like, is it is it an area effect or is it just a... No, no, it's just a, a, a damage. Okay, uh, I cannot remember how to make a ranged spell attack. <laughs> but, uh, okay. We've all, it's been so long since we've played. It's just a plus spell attack, attack bonus. Yeah. 13 plus 7, 20. Does 20 hit? 20 hits, yeah. Okay, and then it'll be taking 3d8 lightning damage. Let me just yeah. find my d8. Yeah, let me just look through my notes. Mm, let's hope it One, takes the damage. Five, six, five. That is 11 lightning damage. Yeah, that that hits. So, so can you describe to me like how this spell works? I say a magic word that I will not describe to you, and I gesture dramatically, and I wave my stick, my, my my magic staff at the automaton, and a little ball of lightning comes out of my staff, and it hits the robot, and it zaps it. Nice. And it gets lightning damage. You can kind of see the lightning kind of crackle through its metal body and it staggers back a little bit, but then it kind of regains its composure. Oh, also, before I forget, can you please roll initiative for green? We oh, yeah. Excellent. Again. Good idea. I can't One remember what green's dexterity is. I think that's very traditional to forget as familiar exists until... Also, there's something like really, you know... We might not have much in common in terms of like quality of output with, for example, the McElroy brothers, but at least none of us know how to play D&D properly. That's like a correlation that I feel kind of happy about. Speak yeah. yourself. I know how to play D&D. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. Ellie has no idea what's going on. Yeah. Green rolled a six, so... Okay. Green is going at the bottom of the initiative. Yeah, yeah, I expected that. But if you look at it in a different way, it's at the top of the initiative, so... I mean... What is initiative? Okay. Let's just what hope is Green initiative? survives this Anyway, one. it is Delphi's go. That is also true. Delphi stabs Green. <laughs> <laughs> Delphi better not, or else uh, Delphi's paying the costs to resummon it. Uh, no, Delphi is going to... I think they're just going to do a stab, you know see if it works. Also for reference Ellie, because this might be the thing, it overcomes immunity to non-magical attacks my, my uh, weapon. When you say it overcomes immunity to non-magical attacks, does that mean it renders every attack after that? No, it's this weapon counts as magical for the purpose of overcoming resistance okay. to immunity to, and immunity to non-magical attacks and damage. Cool. Yeah. I kind so, of expected that anyway because it's like a friggin' glowing crystal on a stick. But it's not a magic weapon, which is important for a bunch of other spells that specify that it has to, it can't be a magic weapon. So wait, oh it, it's, it's yeah. not a magic weapon, but it does count it, as yeah. magic when it attacks things. Yeah. How is it not a magic Damn. weapon? It's a glowing magic staff. It's a hex blade thing. Uh, because. <laughs> so, Good. Okay. Yeah. Yes, Ariel okay, knows yeah, how roll, to play D&D. Roll D &D. an attack roll, <laughs> Yeah, please. okay. What? Duh, that's an 8 plus 8 is a, is a 16. Does a 16 hit? A uh, 16 does hit. Okay, uh, so that 1d10. 3 plus 5, which is 8 damage. And then also I get another attack because of... Yes, you blade. do. So so you're just... You're just Stabbing the yes. the robot. Just, okay. just giving it a big old stab. 
Oh. Uh, describe what you were doing next, and then I'll do that. I'll, I'll narrate it all at once. I, I'm trying to get better at this whole narration thing. I th- yeah, I think what they're going for is they're going for the stab, which I'm guessing worked, and then they're going to like do the thing where they kind of, while it's in them, they try and like tear through the body while they do it. But th- that might not work. Oh, that's a, a four plus eight, <laughs> which is twelve. That's not going to hit. Delphi lunges forward and plunges the crystal into into this robot's torso. And uh, unlike Toz's attack, it does seem to, like, land and and impact on this robot. And as as you try and wrench it apart from the inside, you don't quite have the leverage to do it. So you kind of just have to just pull the crystal back out again. It is Rainer's go. Does this robot count as a humanoid? Uh, no. Ooh. Great. Cool. It is a construct. Uh, Oh, yeah, but, like, I think if a spell is, like... If you think that it might apply, then let me know, and I can confirm or deny. No, it probably doesn't make sense to to work anyway. But I have a backup plan. Uh, So... so Good. But I'm still unsure whether the backup plan is going to affect it. We're going to try it. I'm going to cast Hypnotic Pattern... Ooh. Which mm-hmm. you create a twisting pattern of colours that weaves through the air inside a third... Oh, oh, actually, this is a bad idea. <laughs> because we're all up in its face, aren't we? Yes, you are. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Are we all going to get hypnotised? Commit. Commit, do no, it. No, I'm not going to do it, because that would be really bad. Okay. I have a third plan. I just need to find it in the book. Have you got any make a magic weapon out of a non-magic weapon spells for Toss? No, but I'm hoping to do something that will help. That's why I've gone quiet. All joy has been robbed from my heart. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm about to give you a better present. Okay, Fine. I'm going to try and cast Fairy Fire on it to give Toss advantage on her attack. It needs to do a dexterity saving throw. Okay. So what? Okay. Yeah, I will. I will do that. That is not good. Uh, that's a seven. Yes, finally. <laughs> so now, well, it's in. It's every object in a twenty-foot cube. So not just the creature, but everything in the twenty-foot cube around it is going to glow with blue light. I sparkle that. now. You um, mean us then? Uh, it says object. Maybe not Morgan. I'm okay. Uh, any creature is also outlined if it fails a dexterity saving throw. Oh God! It's another. Okay, we've done it now. <laughs> yeah, which means everyone else has to make a dexterity saving throw okay, as well. Yeah, Although, don't make actually, a dex save. It's a twenty-foot cube, so I could probably place it behind it so that everybody else wasn't affected. Did you though? <laughs> Would you have done that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, you've done that before. You've done that before. I have so done I will allow that. I will allow that because I'm nice. Yes, yeah, so it's nice. It now sheds dim light in a ten-foot radius. Any attack roll against it is has advantage. It can't benefit from being invisible, but I, I doubt it can be invisible anyway. Can you read that again? Because I was busy drawing a pretty square on my map. <laughs> it sheds dim light in a ten-foot radius, blue light. Uh, any attack okay. roll against it is has advantage. It lasts for one minute. Concentration. It can't benefit from being invisible. If it can do. Very that. nice. Very, very, very nice. Good, cool. Ooh. Ooh, ooh, okay. Sorry. I may have to go back on that because I've just no. seen a thing. Now, I, I would like to clarify with this with you all as as players and as DM, not DM, and as D&D 
people who understand the ins and outs of rules. I'm, I'm appealing to the rules lawyers in you mm. <laughs> to make an objective decision about this. One of the the robots things is immutable form, which means it is immune to any spell or effect that would alter its form. Would you consider fairy fire to be altering no. its form or no? No, it's, it's, it's glowing. Not. It's, it's not. not um, it's it not being shrunk or okay. Polymorphed. Yeah. Cool. It's in that case. Uh, also it good is, to know. Thank it you. is no problemo. <laughs> so it starts to glow faintly blue, as does I guess you're all pretty, still pretty close to the building. Uh, so the the front door and the uh, sort of front facade of this of this mini castle also starts glowing a pale blue. It is now the robot's turn. I can't believe I've done that and I literally could have done the exact same thing but with hypnotic pattern. My brain's not in gear today. What initiative did the did our girl roll? Tamara rolled an 11. Jenk, I'm nearly giving you his name. I mean, that doesn't matter. I, I, I named the robot, but it doesn't did you, matter. Did you call it Jenkins? I was going to call it Jenkins. I think we, we, established this last yeah. ep- we established this last episode. Maybe we did. Okay, yeah. good. We, good. No, yes. I think we did. Yeah, Jenkins got a 12, but I always put baddies yeah. after okay. PCs because I'm nice. Cool. My boy's got two attacks, so he's going to try and hit Delphi. And that is one of my dice keep rolling. That is definitely going to hit because that is a 22. Yes. Yes. That is... Oh, not that bad. Only six damage. So so Jenkins lunges forward and slashes at you. And as he does that, he also turns to try and attack Toz. (laughs) And that's not going to hit. Of course it's not. That is... That's a 15. No. Oh! My... my that no, doesn't hit. Your AC is 16. My AC is uh, currently so 16. He, so he slashes at, at Toz, but misses. And that's, that's all he can do. So next is Tamara. Tamara is still on horseback. And she is gonna... Delphi, how are you doing for health? Are you alright? Yeah, I'm alright. In that case, she's just gonna attack... So she's going to draw a spear out from where it's strapped to her back and she's going to throw it at at the robot and that hits easily. That is nine damage. Uh, and then, so it, the spear like plunges itself into the robot's chest and then vibrates a little bit uh, as if it's kind of like being held there and then shoots itself back into Tamara's hand and she grabs it, I guess, uh, Thor hammer style. Did it, did it seem like it did damage? Or, well, it's, it, it's magic seeming, so... Uh... It, yes, it did do damage. Tamara's badass. What class is Tamara? Tamara is an artificer. Oh, Ooh. very cool. I Thank love you. artificers. Thank you. I was like, she can heal and hit. Is she like a ranger? Well, she's <laughs> got... So so her horse is a... I think it's called a steel defender, which is it's part of a subclass of artificer. That's rad. That's so rad. That's Thank you. the most terrifying steel defender I've ever heard of. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, why? Why would she have like a medium construct like that is next to her when she could just permanently ride on on this horse, which is also doubling as a mobility aid? That is Tamara's go. It is Green's turn. Green can't do anything yet, so it's not <laughs> going to. Green can't do anything. Well, Green has a does have a beak attack, but it does one damage. 
I don't want Green to get swatted by the robot. I can think of something else. Oh no, that's is that no, that's something you have to do. Never mind. Yeah, that's something I have yeah. to do, and I think there's a better better target for that. Yes, yes. So Green's not going to do anything at the moment. Green is going to be perching on my shoulder. We will rattle back round to Toz then. Cool. I'm gonna unequip. Is I guess is not the best word for it, but I'm gonna I'm gonna put my maul back, uh, roll up my sleeves, and I'm gonna tackle this robot. <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> If I can't hit it, then I can restrain him, right? Like Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm I'm But you have advantage from the fairy fire. Yeah, but that's not gonna change the fact that I don't do damage. Because I have a non-magical yeah. weapon. Oh. Yeah. But it's gonna give me advantage in tackling him, so. Yes. I'm gonna I'm And you know what? Like, I want I wanted I wanted to see if there was something if there was a way to make this more creatively interesting and make that you think outside the box so yay this is I mean good. this is literally the only other thing I can do at the moment so I mm. think battle for battle masters tackling the, the thing is generally quite a good move actually pretty good yeah uh, okay I got 15 does that hit that hits yay thank you advantage because I rolled like a two um, the first time. Oof. Cool. So this doesn't do any damage, but I believe it now has the restrained condition. Oh no! Is it? Is it, it going to do? I don't. I don't attack. We're going to. This is contested strength check, isn't it? Yes, I guess. Yeah, something like that. Rules lawyers, help me out. <laughs> contested yes. strength check. Yeah, I, th- I think. If you're if you're grappling. Grappling is a. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. yeah. I think it yeah. can use its athletics or acrobatics, if I remember correctly. I'm gonna use my plus six athletics, and then you would make a strength saving. I was gonna throw, say right? strength is not its forte. Yes. Cool. Uh, with my advantage. There we go. I got a fourteen. I, it got a ten. So yes. Yes. Describe to me what you're doing. Does this robot have one wheel, like the little pole in no. the wheel, or is it two <laughs> legs? It's two legs, it's two legs. Okay, in that case, I think Toz is going to sweep the leg, and then sort of get behind its back whilst its chest is sort of on the floor, and sort of grab its arms behind its back and push her elbow down into where the small of its back would be. Ooh, nice. Very, also, very nice. Uh, I think I feel I should say I've got the details to grapple up. It says... You can use the attack action to make a special melee attack, a grapple. If you're able to make multiple attacks with the attack action, this attack replaces one of them. Oh, well, I mean, Ooh. I can't... Is there any... Ellie, is there, like a swi- are there any switches on it? Can you... You could headbutt it. Let me see if there's anything I can press first. Can you do a... a perception check? Okay. Oh, no, an investigation check, actually. An investigation check. I am worse at investigation. That is an 11. Yes, it's an 11. There's no off switch that you can, like, see. I didn't ask for an off switch. I said if there are any switches. Okay, there are there are, there are no immediately obvious switches. Okay, in that case, yeah, I'm just going to... Are you going to try and switch it to nice mode? I was just going to press a bunch, <laughs> of bu- bunch of buttons and see what happened, to be honest with you. Yeah, that, that would, that would <laughs> do something. Which one turns it into Buzz Lightyear Spanish mode? Oh my gosh, yes! I, I don't know enough Spanish for there to be in Spanish mode. Can I save my extra attack to use as... Oh, actually, I don't need to use a help action because he's already restrained. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm just going to do that. Just, just grapple it. Cool, awesome. Presumably, if my weapon won't do damage, my fist won't, and it will just hurt. So, would you like to breathe fire? Yes. Can't do that yet, but hopefully in a bit. But no. now you will, you will get advantage on say, your attacks. So, Katie, you are next in the initiative order. Tosia, would you like to breathe fire? Yes, please. 
Okay, I cast Dragon's Breath on Tosia. You touch one willing creature and imbue it with the power to spew magical energy from its mouth, provided it has one. What what damage would you like? Acid, cold, let's fire, do... lightning, or poison? Let's do cold damage and make it freeze. Okay, cold damage. It's gonna... Yeah, so now Tosia can breathe coldness. I can't... Well, actually, it, it's grappled, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In which case, I'm gonna step back like 15 feet because I think we were quite close to it. Yes, yes. You I are. didn't I see me it can't attack opportunity me if I am to. if it's grappled. No. So I'm going to move way back. You are now 15 feet away. Yep. Okie dokie, it is. It's Delphi's go. Yeah. Chop his head off. I think. Wait, no. Chop his head off. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Delphi's going to do some prep for the rest of the thing, because this might go on for a while. So Delphi's going to use uh, elemental weapon on their, their own staff, because, you know, Toz is grappling them and uh, is going to be able to breathe fire soon. So they, they're probably all be alright. What it is, is a non-magical weapon you touch becomes a magic weapon. Oh! Uh, and you choose one of the following damages types. Acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder. For the duration, the weapon has a plus one bonus to attack rolls and deals an extra 1d4 damage of the chosen type when it hits. Oh, I didn't um, know you had that. That would have yeah. been quite useful, That would have been really useful, Ariel. <laughs> yeah, but you're fine. You could breathe fire. Yeah, I could have cast that on green and then we could have had green breathing fire and Tulsia doing... It's fine. Cool. It's fun. It's fun. We know for next time. I'm going to, like, point blank range breathe cold onto it, which will be fun. And then mm-hmm. I, I think Delphi's going to make it lightning. Why not? Lightning. That's a fun one. And so now their their staff starts crackling with lightning. But also that takes an action. So they can't do any. They can only do a bonus action with their turn. So they can't do a huge amount. Alrighty. Cool. Yeah, Very that's, exciting though. That's it. They have no bonus actions. Reyna? I'm going to viciously mock the robot. Woo! So yes. it needs to do. A, was it? Charisma saving? I can't remember. Let me have a look. You'd think I'd know by now. Can you read the description of the spell to me again, sorry? I know this is like the most basic spell, but um, brain like a goldfish. You unleash a string of insults laced with subtle enchantments at a creature you can see within range. If the target can hear you, though it need not understand you, it must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 1d4 psychic damage and have disadvantage on the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. Lovely. Okay, yes, so wisdom saving throw. It's actually 2d4 because I'm 5th level, how exciting. Okay, that is a 16. Oh, yeah, it saves. Okay, can you give me a terrible insult then for for this robot? Look, so she's like, look, right, this isn't funny, I don't... This is not a good fancy dress. It's not good at all. I don't even know what you're supposed to be. <laughs> I feel like Raina has has done this spell so many times to such ill effect. I'm like, she's the worst stand-up comedian in this realm. Yep. Word. Who's going next with somebody like Bardic Inspiration? Ooh. Uh, who is after me? It's... Tomorrow and then Toz. I'm wondering whether I should save it because can Toz? Do you have advantage? Is this what? Yeah, you've still got advantage from Fairy Fire. Um, so on on this creature's go, it can make a another check against me, and if it beats me, yeah, then it won't be restrained. But if it doesn't, then it'll still be restrained on my go, and I'll have advantage. Yeah, but you still have advantage from Fairy Fire anyway, so that's true. So actually, I might save for Bardic Inspiration just in case we need it later. That's my go. Cool. I will. Oh, actually, I will also move like next to Morgan. Okay. So I'm a little bit away. 
Little, little bit away from where the swords are. Yeah, we'll like we'll leave the the, the others to do the stabby stab. Uh. <laughs> you guys can do things from a little way away. That's fine. The hand wavy, hand wavy. Yes, it is the the bots go. So it is going to oh yeah, it's got to try and do what? Is it a, another strength check? Yeah. So it would be. I don't know if I think it would make a strength check, and I would make a strength saving throw. Yes. Okay. I will do that then. Do, do, do. Me too. I get the feeling that it probably won't. Yeah, I did get a 19. I got an 8. So, um... Cool. It can't do anything. Uh, it's still grappled. Anyone got heat metal? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> that would have oh. been a very, very good spell for this. That would have been so good. I don't have it, though. R.I.P. Okay, it is Tamara's go. So, I think she might do... Let me just check what this spell actually does, because I didn't write down what it does. What spell is it? I might remember. It's Lightning Law. Okay, no, I don't know what that does. I don't know I what all of stuff. It deals damage and it allows you to pull a creature towards you. Towards you. Yeah. yeah by like 10 feet or maybe 5 feet. Yeah, I don't know if that, that will technically work if Toz is like on top of this yeah. This bot. The whole assemblage Mine. just kind of starts dragging across the ground. Mine. Yeah. It's a very cool, like, image, but it's also, like, I feel like I would maybe accidentally electrocute somebody. I think it would, yeah, it would still be able to move. It, it's up to you. Mm. There's no rules on what happens when you try to move a restrained, restrained creature. Yeah, I feel like the image of of Tamara like dragging this robot and by extension Toz through the ground is quite fun. I think if I remember rightly, it uses the example of Thunder Wave as like allowing it to escape a grapple if there's like an effect that moves it. Okay. I'm just looking it up because I'm not sure. But it depends whether the thing that's grappling you is also being moved, I think. Yeah, if 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 it's if it's got the risk of breaking the grapple, then I will not do it. Instead, I just hit it. Can someone oh, hit yeah, this thing, that's... please? Oh, this is a question. If this construct that I have, the the seal defender, makes an attack, is that a magic attack or is it not a magic attack? It will say it... if it doesn't say mm-hmm. it's a magic attack, then, then it's, it's not. not a magic then attack. it's not. In that case, I'm not going to do that because that's. Okay, I'm just going to spear it again then. Yay. I'm going to try. Uh, I've got advantage, haven't I? Yes. Thanks to Toz and Reyna's efforts. Cool. For the grappled, it does say the condition also ends if an effect removes the grapple creature from the reach of the grappler or grappling effect, such as when a creature is held away by the Thunderwave spell. So I imagine that would be the same. I guess thing. if they're getting held yeah. in opposite directions, yeah. That Okay, in that case, I will stick to basics. Tamara rolled a 19, so that's definitely going to hit. So she does seven damage. So she, again, launches her spear with unnerving accuracy, hitting the robot, like, just behind, like, the base of its skull, inches away from Toz's face. And then the spear, like, has a moment of tension and then pulls itself back into Tamara's hands, where she is sort of standing slightly away from the fray. It is Green's go. You can definitely pack it now. I forgot Green was technically controlled by me. Yeah, Green also <laughs> can't do anything. Uh, I think it's probably safe to say that Green won't be doing anything in this fight, so... Back to Anne, then? Breathe fire! Or, you know, cold! I'm just gonna breathe cold at point-blank range. 
Hell yes. It's a spell, not an attack, so I can't do it twice. So could you make a dex- Actually, I don't think you can make a dexterity saving throw because you're grappled. So it just auto- it's just an auto hit, right? Let me check the- uh, I think so. Grapple. I was gonna say, that sounds right. Is this your speed becomes zero? Yeah. It's incapacitated, it can't take actions or reactions, but it might be able to- I don't think it's restrained, which is the thing that- Means it can't do saving throws. Oh, and even restrained is you have disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Okay, so then yeah, it has-, it, has it okay. doesn't have any- It doesn't feel like it should be able to dodge, but- I think it has disadvantage. I but... think it's- I think grappling is like you can still move, it's just like, harder. Yeah. Okay, so I will do a dex saving throw then. And that is a 13. I believe that succeeds because you have to hit, make a third. dexterity saving throw. Be, it, would, it would be Katie's, right? It would be Katie's spell save DC. Oh, my spell save DC is 15. That, that Yay! misses then. Yeah! Okay, cool. So how much damage is that? The 3d6. Cool. Of cold damage. That is nine points of damage. Unfortunately, I can't reroll my great weapon fighting on this. That's so sad. Okay, so you, so, so describe to me what you're doing. Um, so I think it's just like, she's got her elbow in the small of its back and just at the back of this creature's head, at point blank range, just trumpets frost onto it and it's like iced to the floor. Mm. And you can see the, the ice kind of like, uh, make its way into like the sort of spaces between this robot's joints and it, it like kind of freezes up a little bit. Then it is Katie's go, right? Ooh, yeah. Morgan's up. Is the fairy fire still going? Yes. So we still have advantage on hitting it with attacks then? Yep. Yes. You have advantage anyway because I've pinned it to the ground. Uh, in which case I will do a attack roll, chromatic orb again. This time I will do a, a ball of... Oh, actually, can I... Will I be able to hit the robot without hitting Tosia? If it's an attack roll, then yeah. If it's... A... If it's an area of effect, then no. That's how I've been doing it thus far. Is she, so she's not, like, covering it? No. No. Okay. In which case, I will hurl a sphere of fire damage at it. Range attack with advantage. Uh, that's an 18 plus 7. Does that hit? <laughs> that's going to hit, yeah. Yeah, okay. It's going to do 3d8. Did I just say fire damage? I did. Yes, mm -hmm. you did. One... Three, five. That's not many damage. Five damage. Okay. Uh. So describe to me. So you're. So you're just hurling a a ball of fire. A little fireball. L a little fireball. Nice. Uh. Okay. So as as this fireball makes impact with the uh with the robot, it's like the you know when you go from extreme cold to extreme heat, like mm. your body just just goes into a bit of a meltdown. The robot kind of starts to do that and it starts kind of like sparking and glitching and you can, Toz, you can kind of feel the pressure of it starting to, as it starts to kind of jerk erratically, then it explodes. Woo! Can Oops. Delphi <laughs> and Toz make a dex saving throw? This uh, is not going to go well for me. Yeah. <laughs> the big the big guys making Oh, the I got a nasty oh, one! That, oh, oh, no! Oh, 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 and no. I got a six. So that is oh. a, a total of eight. <laughs> oh Wait, Ellie, God. I'm sending you your cover image for the for this episode. Yes, please do, please, please do. I'm just thinking about how, what to do with this 
with this nat one. Somebody else Ooh. is going a nat one who isn't me for once. Hooray. I have 49 hit points. Okay. I'll be fine. Okay. You know what? Okay. Let's let's do it then. So this so this robot, like I say, starts glitching and, and jerking erratically and it and it explodes. And Delphi, you get, you know, your bark kind of gets caught with with some of this uh like bits of debris uh it's it's fire damage so uh it's kind of like a sort of explosive heat but Taz, because you're like primarily on top of it it's almost like you are sitting on top of a bomb and so you take the brunt force of the impact not only do you get the the fire damage from the robot but you also slam into the doors of this chateau, uh, making them burst open behind you and taking 15 damage. Oof, that's fine, I'm fine, I'm good. She kind of stands up, she's like, I'm good, I'm okay. How much damage does Delphi take? Uh, that's 10 damage for Delphi. Is Delphi vulnerable to fire as, you know, a tree? Yeah, no. I was thinking that as soon as I as soon as I said fire damage, I was like, "Huh, Delphi? Is Delphi okay? Is a tree? The f- like d- trees burn all the time in a fire." Uh, <laughs> I mean, that is true. <laughs> if she doesn't have on her character sheet fire vulnerability, then I don't think it's fair to give it to her. Yeah, no, I also I, know. I was just curious. I was, was going to suggest that they had uh, resistance to poison, but I was like, "Ah, it's fine. Magical poison is very different to to normal." poison oh my gosh can i just say that i literally had to put my hand over my mouth you all were discussing like what types of damage you were going to do with your with your breath weapon and with your magic weapon because the only thing that the the only like condition immunity that this thing had was poison and i was like don't pick poison don't pick poison don't (laughs) pick poison because then it will also be useless yeah i was thinking that poison probably wouldn't work but hey, we're out of initiative! Yay. And you didn't die! Yay. We're only 50 minutes in! Yay! Delphi now has an elemental weapon for an hour. Yeah, well, she might need it. We don't know. Well, we, if we can get another, like... I have a sneak. I have a very sneaky suspicion this is going to be a Dungeon Crawl-esque arc. Hmm. Really? Wow. <laughs> I don't know where you got that idea from. Adventure through the castle. Well, if you can make use of the next, like, 30 seconds worth of Dragon's Breath, then we can try that, I guess. Just start breathing cold randomly. <laughs> like... Yeah, I'm gonna make the floor sl- behind us. I'm gonna make the floor behind us slippery. <laughs> Breathe cold on it, make it slippy. <laughs> oh no! Okay. Are we so? Are we? Are we looking at uh, a big chateau with some open doors now? Then yes. So Toz has landed in the sort of foyer of of this this chateau, uh, and you can see through into the chateau if you'd like to to check it out. Um, yeah, let's go. That's what you guys are doing. Yeah. Um, so as you make your way in, it seems like the, the entirety of the ground floor is just taken up with this wide, spacious kind of foyer. You can see there's a set of stairs leading up to a kind of, um, some kind of mezzanine area. It's like, you know, there's a chandelier and it's very nicely furnished, but it's got this kind of weird atmosphere around it. It's like, it's doesn't feel lived in but it also feels kind of old artificial must yes holiday home yes sorry so is it like looks like it's been cleaned or is it like dusty and everything it's not like super dusty it just feels it just old. looks 
It just feels kind of old, yeah. Right, okay. And it's also, like, the, the style of it is old, right? Does it feel like a hotel? Kind of. It feels, it feels like, it feels like it's been made to look like a fancy hotel, but not built to like mm. house lots and lots of people uh it's it's like you, you said second second home vibes it's like very strong second home vibes but if your second home was a small castle okay yeah. i mean to toss that's what second homes usually are uh so just gonna, <laughs> just gonna yeah let's have a look around i feel like toss and morgan might be like oh yeah a castle can we uh see any like suspicious footprints or hear any cool things happening or no, no, you can't. You can't. Any gelatinous cubes? <laughs> uh, you can't. You can't see or uh, or hear anything. It's it's like, yeah, weirdly empty on this on this floor. There's stairs going up. Yeah, there's there's a there's a flight of stairs and a kind of you know like those those double sets of of stairs that that head up to like a mezzanine balcony area when one might walk down regally as like a princess in a film. Yeah, can I fly up to the mezzanine then? Yes, yes, you can fly up to the mezzanine. Is it mezzanine or mezzanine? I don't really know. I think it's mezzanine. I feel like mezzanine is maybe like the Italian way of saying it. Yeah, I don't know. It's probably like... No one's allowed to like mock me for saying mezzanine versus mezzanine because I'm officially stating I do not know, I do not care. I think the, <laughs> the interesting thing about specifically in- English dialect and British dialects is that we take a lot of foreign words and just pronounce them terribly, especially French. So mm. that, that's possibly like, because you'd mm-hmm. say mezzo-soprano. And we're like, this is how they are said now. You, you don't get many double Zs in things. It's usually like pizza. Mm. So I think mezzanine is defensible from first principles. Yeah, because it's not pizza, is it? That would be mm. bad. I mean, there is a pizza, but it's spelled differently. There is a pizza, but it's not the kind that you get from unnamed pizza brand that I won't talk about because... No point. Okay, so you're you're flying up to the. I'm not gonna give them advertising. To the no, yeah, let's not give anyone free advertising. You're flying up to the to the mezzanine. As you fly up to the mezzanine, you see a couple of things. There is a large table. It looks like it's it's made of a tree, but it's not like it's made of wood. As in, it looks like a tree that has been trained to be grown in as in the shape of a tree. Of, like a... in the shape of a tree, in the shape of a table. Oh. So it's like, a, is it a living tree? Yes, yeah. So it's 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 got like it's kind of rooted in like a small patch of soil that like is in in the ground, and then okay, the the soil is like yeah, stylo is growing. Yes, exactly. This is the thing that is done. I think at this point, everybody else has probably trudged up the stairs after mm. Morgan. Like, gosh, so extra. Uh, <laughs> no, but yes, yeah. It's like when it's... you're not much faster than us when you fly. <laughs> Like, yeah. is, is this a, a normal way to make a table? Because I would not make a table like this. It's very impractical. I mean, I've I've seen it done in um, sort of upper uh, wood elf families, that sort of thing. It's 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 expensive, but it's not unusual. Is there anything on the table? On the table, there are there is a a single uh, letter that's sort of rolled up into like a scroll, and there are three chests and. Directly behind Ellie? the table, there are. Yes, Ellie. Is this the Merchant mm-hmm. of Venice? Oh, I don't know enough about like oh. literature. I literally did a monologue from it once. I really should know the plot, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know anything about Merchant of Venice, so I know this plot inside. I'm an English major. I know exactly what I'm talking about. It's fine. I've got us. 
This is, this is, it's, it's, it's Merchant of Venice inspired. It's not like directly taken from the plot because that would be too easy to guess. Yeah. It's they're like, oh, pick the copper yeah, one. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, can I read the scroll? I read Common, Loxodon, Deep Speech, and Elvish. It is in Elvish. Cool, I can read that. Welcome to Fantasia Estates, and many congratulations for getting this far. If you are here, it means that Jenkins either approved of you, or you bludgeoned him to pieces. Go team. If it was the latter, I can't say I'm too impressed by brute strength, but my daughter needs someone to protect her in this world, so I am willing to overlook that little flaw if you continue to prove yourself. Now, to the task at hand. In front of you are three chests. Each chest is linked to a different door. You may only open one chest, and when you do, the switches in the other chest will disengage. Hmm. Your task? Choose the chest that shows your values to prove to me you're worthy of my daughter's hand. Fortune favours the bold. Go forth and choose well. Sincerely, Vega Camarines. Many Aces is Am Chisholm, Chloe Elliott, Ariel Evans, Katie McLeod, and me, Ellie Webster. Many thanks to our patrons Nate Scott Jones, Ouroboros, EK Green, Space Ben, Callum D, Ebad, KP, and Still a Piece of Garbage. If you want to join them or find out more about what different rewards we offer, head to patreon.com forward slash deck of many aces. If you'd like to leave us a review, please do so on the podcast platform of your choice. If your podcast platform doesn't have a review system, then you can use our Podchaser page. We read every review and it means the world to us. If you want to chat to us on socials, it's at Deck of Many Aces on pretty much every social media you can think of. Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, Blue Sky, Hive. We've got all of them give us a bell on any of those or if you want to send us an email the old-fashioned way it's deckofmanyaces at gmail.com if you love the music from the show you can check it out it's on chloe elliott's Bandcamp. you can also search for the any of the original soundtrack albums just by searching deck of many aces in most music streaming platforms if you want to find us elsewhere there's lots of places on the internet you can do so you can find both am and chloe on uh, rendezvous with destiny our sister podcast am also runs a podcast with will called date night drive-in and chloe can be found on twitch at chloe underscore with the flow as for me i've not got much out on the internet these days but if you would like to support me or would like to hear more about what i'm doing in the creative sphere have a little look at the episode description and click the sign up to my mailing list link. I'll never spam your inbox. It's usually an email every month or two just to kind of let you know what I'm doing, what projects are in your area or online that I'm getting involved with and how you can support me as an artist. If you'd like to support the podcast, obviously the Patreon we've mentioned earlier. If you just want to support us with a one-off donation, you can go to our Acast supporter link. That's supporter.acast.com forward slash deck of many aces with dashes between the words. That's all from me. I love you. Have an ace week. Bye.